0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Double Click Podcast. This week, I get to ask Justin a lot of questions he's not prepared for, and let's see how he responds. All right, so no joke. This week we're going to do something a little bit different. How is this different than any other week? I feel like I've never prepared. No, it. we talk through <laughs> it beforehand most times. This this week, like we normally like we normally talk about a topic we've prepared and yeah. we've 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 worked through. This week, I kind of just want to interview you. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, uh, and here's why, all right, because... This is going to be great. I'm going to try to describe this, and I'm going to talk about it and watch Justin squirm a little bit, because then this will lead to him feeling like, oh, my no, I'll know what's this guy going to ask? But as believers, we all the time talk about moving forward in obedience. Mm-hmm. We talk about reaching the world. We talk about, talk about changing people's lives. Mm-hmm. But one of the observations that that I kind of make as a pastor is there's a ceiling for most of us when we do that. Like mo- for, for most believers, they're willing to step out and get involved as long as it doesn't really drastically change their day to day life. Yeah. Right. So they'll give, but until it affects the budget. Right. right. Or we'll volunteer until it changes our schedule. Mm-hmm. But last week, actually, two weeks ago now, yeah. um, we, you and I were having a conversation, just regular friend conversation. Hey, how's life going? And you did a very Justin thing in explaining a huge decision and you're sitting there he's like, Oh, by the way, uh we might be taking care of a we might have a baby in our house next mm. week. And I I know his wife. They're they they were not expecting, um mm-hmm. and and that doesn't happen that quick. Yeah. And so <laughs> I asked him what's going on and we can't go into too many details. Yeah. But long story short, um, there's a situation where there was a child in need. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to say, what is it? Three month old? No, like four or five week old. Four or five week old. Okay. So baby, baby, baby. And, um, long story short, Justin and his family would basically be welcoming this kid into their home. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about children, anybody out there knows anything about children, um, getting a phone call saying, I have a child that needs a home and turning around and saying, Hey, they need to be there like next week. Mm hmm. Like, like if you if if I think through this, and let me let me give some clarification, okay? I am going to sound a little mean asking Justin these questions because I want to play a little bit of the sinful nature of what really goes on in our mind. Yeah. So I'm just gonna ask it like you're just gonna say what everybody's thinking. I'm just gonna <laughs> straight up ask what's going on because because long story short, y'all had like a week to make this decision.
1: Yeah. You if, if that
0: yeah. Okay, you had a few days to yeah. make this decision. Yeah. And you look at your wife, mm-hmm. two small children, mm-hmm. large, energetic dog. <laughs> yeah. And you look around your house. You look at your life schedule. Uh, look at everything that's going on in the world. Yeah. And within a few days, you call back the person over this case, and you're like, yes, if they need a place to stay, they can. Yeah. This, this child yeah. can come into our home. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to let you know, if you don't have children, children are wonderful. They're a blessing from the world. hmm but your life completely changes mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask this first question, and I want an honest answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I just want to let y'all know Justin is a great guy. He's a better guy than me, so that he's not going <laughs> to over
1: spiritualize this. I'm hoping he panics a little bit. But dude, what were you thinking? <laughs> you know, I, I think let me let me preface by saying this is not um, anything that hasn't been done. By by a multitude of other families uh, within our church uh, that have led us, me and my wife, by example. Other people that I've seen. This isn't anything that makes my family or me special. Uh, this is this is this happens frequently, and there are lots of families who have taken on bigger challenges, and I commend them and 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 give them the applause that they need to encouragement to them to say, hey, thank you for doing what you're doing. So uh, that being said, what we were thinking was. Uh, my wife and I, for a while, uh, even, even back when we were in Texas, uh, several, a few years ago, um, we went through foster and adoption classes. We knew that this was going going to be at some point, a part of our lives, what we were going to do. And honestly, for me, it was once I had my son, uh, it's, it's one of those things, you know, the Bible tells us to, to look after, after the orphans and the widows. And, but until I had my child, it did not hit me the way it hit me that that scripture hit me, and it was like every child deserves to be loved, every child deserves a chance, every child deserves to be safe. And so, um, gosh, man, I you know we're we're still in the middle of this as 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 this podcast is airing, um, but the whole thing was the the way again with without going into too much detail the way the situation worked out is it was like god just opened the door um you know my wife would have sporadic moments that we're on the couch watching something on tv or we're having a conversation and she would just tear up and she would go i, I think this is what we need to do like this i feel like god's calling us to this and we need to do this and this situation just presented itself it went through a few other people who who couldn't step in at that time and it came to us and we were going well we, we can, you know, like if we were looking at our situation, we, we can do this. And so we just decided, Lord, whatever, whatever you want. And, and again, we're still, we're still figuring out those details. We're still figuring things out, but it, it was a, it was a step of obedience for us to go. All right, let's, let's see what happens. See, so like I'm, I'm, I'm
0: processing. All right. Yeah. And once again, I've said that I'm going to be like a little bit of a jerk and ask you yeah. questions. Cause I really do want to dig down into this, but you talked about the emotion of the thought, mm-hmm. right? But, but I mean, like, like help me understand here, because there's, there seems to be this line of, I feel bad about something in the world, mm-hmm. but you crossed the actionable line with that emotion, yeah. You know, because you said you like you and your wife once y'all had a child, once you kind of had that feeling, let's mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. all of a sudden there was this. Empathy, compassion, like whatever you want to call it, this passion line that yeah. you guys crossed. Yeah. So let me ask this question: How does that feel different from? Uh, I saw a commercial about donating to abused dogs, and it yeah. made me sad. Yeah. To hey, we need to go change somebody's life yeah. by by on the sinful, selfish definition by wrecking my world.
1: Yeah, um, I think that's that's again nothing special from us. That's that's God moving. That's God going enough talking about it let's be about it you know that's that's god moving in our lives again we why you gotta go there man well because because i I don't have the strength to do it you know i don't i don't have the strength i told my wife this um and and i guess this is good to share like when we were we were kind of debating and praying through this i told her i said i hate hearing these words come out of my mouth i like our comfortable life right like if Mm. you guys know me i'm a guy of of tidiness of order I like to have a schedule. I like to have a plan, and I like when things go according to that plan. That's just who that's just who I am, and uh, and I told her, this will change everything, even even beyond more than if we just had a third child. Even beyond that, like this, there's there's other things that are attached to this, that that will wreck kind of the the our comfortable life, you know, in in a lot of ways. Like life will still be good, life will still be great, but it won't be the life we knew. And as I was saying those things. Um, I just, honestly, man, I just felt like the Lord said, so what, you know, like, like either you're going to talk about it or you're going to be about it. And, and, and then it's so funny how we can have things line up and go, this, this is, this is the Lord's timing. And so as a church, we're all journeying through the book of James. And I want to read, um, uh, out of James two, starting, starting at verse 14. And then and we all know this is about faith and works says, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but does not have works? Can such faith save him? And then let's listen to this together. If a brother or sister is without clothes and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, stay warm, and be well fed, but you don't give them what the body needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith, if it does not have works, is dead by itself. And so there there were so many years of me going, oh, uh, go in peace. Stay warm and be fed. You know, in in regards to this mm, situation, yep. and the Lord flipped the switch. He, I have to give him the credit. Again, I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not able without him to go. Let me flip that switch and go into action. It it and it and there was no. There's no magical bell, right? There's no like light show that goes off or or, or sound effect. It's just a. It's a. One minute we weren't doing anything about it, the next minute we decided we would. That's crazy. i 'Cause 'cause I'm
0: I'm I'm describing some of the situation from the outside. And once again, let me say this. There's still and and this is almost a little bit more this would drive me more nuts. Like if I had, if if, if we gotten to the point where we were gonna make that step, where we're gonna take that step, mm-hmm. where I'm gonna go, Okay, I'm going to turn my life upside down Yeah. To save this life to to put this life in a better situation like mm-hmm. like whatever it's going to be and then we made that decision but then you guys as you currently are are in the it might it might not limbo right like there's a really good chance it's going to but it's not guaranteed right and you're waiting on services and things to work out and do all that stuff which i mean if you've if you've ever known anybody or been in the foster care system like there are these long seasons of yeah. limbo yeah where you guys are at and to the point, like, like I'm trying to trying to hang out with Justin, and every time his phone rings, I sense the tension of this might be the call. Yeah. And so, how do you deal with? Okay, we were not going to do anything. Now we're going to do anything. But now, all of a sudden, it's like it might work out. It might
1: not. Yeah. Well, again, I think not. Again, not to 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 make this sound like a Sunday stop school being stop,
0: stop being stop being modest. Just talk.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying, like I don't. I don't know man. It's it's one of those things that the 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 Lord has just done done the work. What was your question again? What was the question that you just asked me? Like
0: my question is is like how do you survive how how do you not at this point? Like how how do, how do I just, you're a couple weeks I'm in. I'm just waiting, yeah. And you're just waiting on the okay, we've committed and now we're just waiting for okay. that phone call to show up. How do you not Emotionally, be back and forth. Yeah, call yeah, yeah. this worker back and be like, "Nah, we're out." Yeah,
1: no, we, we. And there are moments where we feel like that, right? There are moments where it's like, "Should I call? Should I call and Like, figure out what's going on." But I think the thing that the Lord's taught me, and, and Jessica, in our in our journey as a family, especially in, you know, growing up in, in in North Carolina for for thirty years of my life, getting relocated to San Antonio for a few years, and coming back, it's about the journey. Um obedience over outcome. Right. Mm. We've, I've, I've mentioned that several times on a few podcasts and, and that's, that's how we can be in the limbo is because my goal is not having a child in my house or not having a child in my house. My goal is obedience. God, what do you want for me? What do you want for Jessica? What do you want for our family and how can we link arms with you and walk in obedience and take that next step? And there are so many things. If this doesn't work out, there are so many things that within the last week, two weeks that I've learned about myself and that has solidified with our family that that we we've grown spiritually in that regard you know we yeah. we we know more about who the Lord is who we are and and I told Jessica I said the thing that I want my kids to remember about us whether we whether this happens or whether this doesn't or whatever the future looks like for us with with adoption or fostering is I want my kids that we have now to go, Mom and Dad didn't always have the right answers, but they were always obedient. They always followed the Lord's leading and prompting in their life. And so that's it. That's how we can wait in limbo. That's how we can endure. That's how we can we not have the answers and be okay is because it's not about the outcome. It's about obedience, and it's about the journey.
0: Mm, that's good. I'm going to give Justin a little bit of breather and just audibly process for a minute. because. <laughs> Like, I'm wondering, like, like I'm sitting here as we're talking, and I'm like, I wonder if people think, like, we're really arguing, which...
1: We are. Just so you know, we are. No, it's out of love. That's good. No, we're, not. Um, but we're not at all. No. Uh,
0: Like, there's probably... I'm sitting here, and I'm like... And I think here's the deal. The reason, like, you hear me asking slightly more aggressive wrestling questions is there's a chance that this is the path in my life. And Like, yeah. like, like like for me and my wife, we, we have talked numerous times about fostering. Yeah.
1: Um, And those are all questions... That we dealt with and, and still right. do. They yeah. still pop up.
0: Yeah. And we have, and there, are, we're at a church where there are a lot of mm-hmm. families who have jumped into this. That's right. And it is a very unique thing. Like we do have a lot of adoptive families, and we have some who have fostered and adopted, mm-hmm. adopted overseas. But there's something really unique about the foster to take care of a child for a season mm-hmm. and have them in your home, love them like your child, and then let them go. Mm-hmm. And there's part of me that, like, here's here's the here's the last mental bridge, okay? Because, like, here's what I sensed, is y'all have been on this journey, and this is where God's been leading you, so that when the step across the threshold came, when it was time to take the leap, when it was time to say yes, it was almost an intuitive step. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels like y'all were just sitting there, and you're like, well, we're right here at the door, and it's open, and we're leaning forward. yeah. yeah. And so I mean, like that's the one where I sit there and I think, you hear, you've heard us use the phrase "take the leap." Yeah, like there's a point you have to do that, and yeah. it's abrasive, and you've yeah. got to make that jump. Yeah. But I also think there's a points that lead up to that within your walk with God that make that leap shorter.
1: Yeah. Well, and in, in this situation, you know, my wife would say, "Hey, if we don't if we don't do that this this situation, then we definitely need to, to pursue fostering after this." Yep. And so. I was sitting. I think I was sitting on the couch, and I was like, "Yeah, I agree." And I was like, "Wait a minute. Well, If we're gonna say no to, th- like, why would we say no to this? Like, if we know that that's, like, y- it might feel better because we could give ourselves a few more weeks or a month or so before we, you know, take more classes or or figure things out. Like, we could have more time for, for us to, quote unquote, figure things out. But if we're going to say yes, let's say yes. Like what the scripture says." Let your yes be yes and your no be no, right? Like let us, if we're going to do it, take that leap, go all in, and let's make it happen. Let's, let, like you said, let's fall downstairs to the glory of God. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's just really interesting because like we don't know with this particular
0: story, the long term we don't know where the path's going to go now. Yeah. And so part of me, I'm sitting here going like, so if this does work out, like I almost want to do a follow up interview. Yeah. Like like I want to, and here's here's the the way way Matt's messed up brain works. I want to do it in the midst of the messiness of it. Mm. Like I want to catch you on a day when you haven't slept all night. The dog got out. Yeah. Like
1: the dog would just stay out by the way. The dog would just <laughs> stay out whatever.
0: Like I want to catch you on that morning and be like, "Hey man, let's do the second part of the yeah, podcast." Yeah. Because yeah. I want I want to see the the realness of
1: you step out, you take that leap. You know there's going to be tough days. Yeah.
0: You know there's going to be big emotion.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and enough and so someone kinda hit me between the eyes with this. Um, who, who they they've journeyed through a lot in the foster and adopting world. And this was years ago, and I was like and I've and I said the thing that every person says, I think at the beginning. Man, I just don't think I could get attached or get close and then have someone ripped away from me. And their response was, Well, that must be so sad for you. You know what I mean? Like Wow, that's, that's a very selfish—so you're not going to step forward. You're not going to serve because you're worried about how you're going to feel. Stop preaching to me, man. It, well, I'm just, I know, I'm just I know. saying, I'm just gonna... like, it was—and it, and so I was like, uh, okay. Yeah, like, I mean, that was just right between the eyes. And so they said it's about giving the chance of hope. It's about keeping someone safe. It's about showing someone the love of God, whether you have them for three days, three years, or for the rest of their lives. Like— it doesn't it the time frame around it doesn't matter it's just about being Christ to them and to and to even to their families because that's another thing too you know even within your own families that your your marriage relationships you marry into a family now you've got your 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 mom and dad and her mom and dad and, and grandparents and cousins and stuff from all over and when you foster or when you adopt they, they, there's potential to bring another family or people into your life too that you're a part of. And so it's, it, I have no idea. And that's, and, and I'd be lying if I said it wasn't scary. Uh, it'd be, I'd be lying if I said, I want answers. Uh, I was talking to our, our family ministries uh, director the other day and, and just was talking to her about, cause, cause she's stepped into these things multiple times and going, well, what about this? And what about this? And I said, you know what? I'm actually going to stop here because I feel convicted. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, i'm I'm searching for answers that I think God just telling me today, and then tomorrow <laughs> we'll journey tomorrow and then the next day and i ha- i'm I'm going six months out, what is it gonna look like, and who knows what it's gonna look like you know, and so just the just the bigger spiritual lesson from for me and for us to go live in the moment, be obedient in the moment, leave the outcomes to the Lord, and just do something you know awesome. So here's
0: here's why I wanted to do this today. Um and Justin's just learning this now cuz obviously I didn't didn't give him any information up to uh this podcast is The deal is is in our walk. Mm-hmm. Uh 20 years church experience. Um the moments where people's lives are changed are when people are willing to let their lives be changed for those people. Mm-hmm. Like there there are a lot of us and I, this is me all the time. Where we like to play church, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where we've got our daily rhythm, but but the deal is, it doesn't wreck our daily lives at all. Like yeah. we we don't allow God in that close yeah. to change. And then within every church, you have and, and it's fun. It's, it's that verse is so true. The 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 harvest is plentiful, the workers are yeah. few. Yeah. But man, those few workers do work. And I happen yeah. to be at a church where I feel like we got a lot of workers. Yeah, we do but i just wanted to have a conversation on one of those moments yeah. where you're willing to allow your life to be changed to change somebody else's life yeah right yeah and i think that's it because i think and once again i'm not trying to put any pressure on justin we don't know what the future holds yeah. you know but but at the same time like i just wanted us to stop and talk through and get a feeling get a grasp and ask ourselves the question are we willing to allow our lives to be changed in order to change somebody else's life
1: well and i think the world preaches this uh hey you 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 grow up you work you you toil then you retire and you relax and you have a good comfortable life and that's the that's the american way right like that's the american dream that's 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 what life is all about (laughs) sorry careful that's (laughs) sorry but that's that's what life is all about but i think the gospel teaches us something different this life, the reason why I have breath in my lungs right now is not for me, right? Right. It is for God's glory. It is for me to do what he asked me to do, and that is it. And when that work is done, I trust that he'll call me home. And so you ask how we can do this, how we can flip that switch, that's how. Because in in a lot of wrestling in the last week to go, I don't want to give this up because I like where I'm at. God's reminding me none of it is mine Including my own life, it's not my own; it's his.
0: Man, that's awesome. Uh, we're gonna schedule Justin to preach here in the next few weeks, um, <laughs> just to like bring bring that passion. No, I'm just kidding. Not the next few weeks. We'll give you a couple months. But um, once again, hope this was thought pro- more than thought provoking. Like we really do hope this was like a point where now you're done with the podcast and you've got to sit there before God and go, "Okay, God, here's my life."
1: Yeah. Lead me down this path. Yeah, whatever God's been putting on your heart, yep. whether it's this or something else, go do it. All right,
0: well, let's let our lives be changed so that others' lives can be changed by knowing Christ. We thank you for listening. Uh, once again, we'd love to hear your feedback on this. Just send us an email, matt at RichFort.com, justin at richford.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.